One heck of a game for Tom Wilson's 700th. Your Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello and welcome into this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms, including the SiriusXM app and on YouTube. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen each and every day. My name is Dan Holmey. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at Locked On Caps. And the best way that you can help grow the show is to subscribe to Locked On Capitals on YouTube and comment anything down below. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more right now. New customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on to get started. So in this edition of Locked On Capitals, the Capitals pick up two big wins in a row. We'll talk about that in the show. A little bit later, we will talk about how the Capitals found the power play once again. And then we'll talk about what's next for the Capitals. We know that they are taking on the Golden Knights and then they're taking on the Coyotes Where do the Capitals stand? But just to get it going here, let's be honest here. This is the Tom Wilson show. This episode in particular, as it was his 700th game, and he really showed up and played a huge, huge role on the Capitals last night. Make no mistake about it, a game that he will never, ever forget. His 700th game, and he got his first ever NHL hat trick. That was quite something. You couldn't script something out any better than that, but Tom Wilson got it done. And ultimately why I believe that he has what it takes, he can step up on the big stage. He shows the leadership qualities and he will be the next captain of the Capitals when Ovi decides to hang it up. But what a great game for the 29-year-old. His first NHL hat trick. And as we watch the game, the offense kind of came in the first period, and then they kind of, you know, tapered it back in the second and third period. But the first period, Tom Wilson playing huge, a power play goal for the Capitals, something that has eluded this team for a month, a power play goal. It's something they haven't been able to do, and they found a way to get it done, and who else to get it done but Tom Wilson on the same night he got a hat trick and his 700th game. Wow, what an evening. Almost as big as the hat trick was Wilson's second goal, which ended with ending a month-long power play. Um, So his third goal, of course, was huge. That was a hat trick. But the second one was the goal that ended the power play. I mean, you couldn't have scripted this out any better. uh, And I don't think Tom Wilson could. And, you know, the thing of it is, is some people, you know, kind of discredit or kind of say, well, the Ducks aren't that good. Make no mistake about it. The Anaheim Ducks are going to be a team to be reckoned with in years to come. They are loaded with prospects and young players, not to mention Brett Leeson. How many Capitals fans remember Brett Leeson? Oh yeah, they put him on the waiver wire and what happened? Okay, we know what happened there, but Brett Leeson, 
playing a huge role uh, on that Anaheim's Ducks team as well. Uh, but just taking a look at it here, then in his third, uh, ex- excuse me, then in the third, he was diving and, and slamming and stepping in front of pucks, doing the big things, making big saves. Tom Wilson was a multi-dimensional player. If he wasn't getting a power play goal, if he wasn't scoring a hat trick, he was laying his body out on the line, blocking shots. Uh, it was quite something. And the thing that was most impressive for me is uh, you can tell that there is a bit of a change in the script. There is a bit of a change in the plays that they have drawn up. And for good, I mean, it, it turned out rather well for the Capitals as they found a way to pick up two big wins in a row is that both of his goals came from the crease. Dirty goals up front, in your face. And why was Tom Wilson so effective in those type of goals? Well, go ahead, try to move him. Good luck. I mean, you're going to need to be a huge player. And there are other big players. I'm not saying that Tom Wilson is the biggest guy out there. But you're going to have to be a big guy to move Tom Wilson out of the way. And if he's up in the crease and wanting to slam home the puck, you better, you know, have ate a breakfast in the morning. And if you think you're going to be able to move him, he is a big dude out uh, there. Uh, one of the biggest moments was him stepping up and making a big save, saving the Caps from potentially having to go to OT. Again, that is why I am calling this episode the Tom Wilson Show, as it was Tom Wilson, and it was Tom Wilson. And he played a huge role and, you know, nothing more fitting for his 700th game than to just light it up on many different levels. And he did that. And then some uh, big taking a look out there. We made some changes. Wilson said it's new personnel out there and we're playing with confidence and we've changed up the looks a little bit. And that was some of the things that were changed up, no doubt was having Tom Wilson up front, net front in the crease, getting in the netminders grill and then driving it home, making really uh, sweet goals and passes and, and blocking shots. I could not have asked for anything more from Tom Wilson, nor would I. But just taking a look at the box score in particular, Tom Wilson, uh, he let's see out here, they had three goals, of course, and seven shots on net. That was quite something, far exceeding uh, any of the other players that are out, that were out there. Just a huge, huge game uh, for Tom Wilson, and we we hope to see more of that because he was one of the guys that I talked to you guys about. Um, that you know we were talking about the bottom six finding their touch and getting offense. Could you imagine if you remember me saying that? Imagine if Wilson and Ovechkin caught on fire. Well, one of those two players did catch on fire, and it was Tom Wilson. And now the thing that we have to hope for, of course, is that it is sustainable. Number two on the team in goals right behind Dylan Strom. So knocking them out of the park and uh, a real pleasant surprise. And I'm ultimately really happy uh, that Tom Wilson did have that kind of night. I think that, you know, just in and of itself of playing your 700th game is a really huge thing, of course. Uh, but to do that and, and get a hat trick, your first ever NHL one, breaking uh, the power play drought, that was a big thing. Uh, blocking that shot, which saved the Capitals potentially from going to overtime. The list goes on and on and on. So for any of the naysayers out there, you know, if you're watching this show or listening to it and you're not from the DC market and you're like, that Tom Wilson, you know, he's just a tough guy. He's one-dimensional, really? Well, if this exemplifies anything, it is what kind of multi-dimensional player Tom Wilson is, and that showed up on the big stage at the Honda Center in Anaheim. 
in sunny California. And it will definitely be one of those games that I know Tom Wilson will never forget. I know that I, uh, of course, will never forget it, but just a really great thing for the Capitals, uh, just picking up a big win. You know, they were kind of snake bitten, winning five games in a row. Then all of a sudden they dropped to the Oilers and then they started, they dropped a game to the Sharks and were putting their hands in the air going, what is going on? Remember the lines from Caps, Pens, 24-7, Road to the Winter Classic. A team is never as bad as they are when they're playing poor, never as great as they are when they're playing really well. I'm paraphrasing, but it rings true. Don't get too caught up in the moment when your team goes on a five-game winning streak. Just know that a two-game winning streak is fo- or excuse me, a two-game losing streak is going to follow that. And there, you know, and after that two-game losing streak, the Capitals go on and pick up two big wins. Again, that that's that's exemplified what he was talking about, the narrator and whoever wrote that up. So don't get too caught up on that. And the Capitals should be happy right now. Their fans, the players, everyone should be happy as things seem to be firing on all cylinders. The things that Spencer Carberry has preached uh, seem to be coming to fruition. Uh, and ultimately for me, that is what it's all about. And we hope that the Capitals can keep going because they have a big opponent, and I'll talk about that later in the show, against the Golden Knights. But to wrap it up, one heck of a game for Tom Wilson. Uh, he deserves a tip of the hat and a high five and everything else. Again, we hope to get that kind of production from him in the future as well. All right, so coming up here after the break, I know I said that this was the Tom Wilson show, but other players showed up on the big stage. Who am I talking about? I'll talk about that coming up. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot at FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is super easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. And guys, even if you're not that into betting, open up the FanDuel app and place a wager on a, on the, one of the games that you're watching. It's going to make the game that you're watching that much more exciting. So head on over to FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. So go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So Tom Wilson, it was the Tom Wilson show like I talked about in the first segment, but who else showed up on the big stage? It wasn't just Tom Wilson, right? No, Anthony Mantha, if you can believe it. And if you said that Anthony Mantha was going to have go on a run where he had multi a multi-goal game. And I told you that last summer, you would have laughed in my face and said, have you seen Anthony Mantha before? There's no way that's going to happen. One thing I know for sure, for sure, is that Anthony Mantha is a changed player. And what is it all about? And if you're on every day of the show, you know what I'm talking about. It's the positivity snowball. It is projecting success. He believes 
that he can score goals. And there it goes. He can score goals. If you believe it, if you can see it in your mind, it will happen. Just like when he was struggling, he was in his mind predicting that I'm going to you know, make this shot on net and it's not going to go in. And that's what he was doing is projecting failure as it was exemplified as two goals in two games. Wow. Who is this Anthony Mantha? Mantha is a changed man as he got two goals in as many games, stripping the puck and waiting out Gibson for the moment where Gibson slid out of position and found the back of the net with a backhanded goal. That goal required a lot of skill. And in real time, you could appreciate it, but if you watched it in slow motion, it was most impressive as he kind of went around the net and he waited for Gibson and Gibson was holding on and then he just fell out of position and he found it in the small gap uh, between his pad and, and the crossbar, excuse me, the bar of the, the net there and a goal. And that goal required skill. I mean, that's not something that a novice can do. So to the people out there that say, Anthony Mantha doesn't have a lot of skill. He's not that great of a hockey player. If you want something recent, go ahead and take a look at that goal. It was a sweet, sweet goal. Uh, Mantha playing, you know, they have so much faith in Anthony Mantha as he was playing on the first power play unit. This was a guy that was a healthy scratch not too long ago. This is the guy that everyone said we'd love to train him, but no one will take him. I may have said something along those lines a time or two, but. In any event, he is a changed man. So what does this mean for Anthony Mantha? Well, I'm glad that he's playing well right now and doing a good job. But ultimately, that's good. That's good for the Capitals right now. That is good for Anthony Mantha right now. But it's also good for Anthony Mantha in the future, if he can sustain it. Still, uh, given the fact that he played really well, I don't see him getting a new deal with the Capitals. I see him, you know, you know, working out this deal and then having another opportunity on another team or potentially the Capitals trade him as his value is going up and up here. Uh, ultimately, I don't know if they want to trade him at this point. Uh, if he continues to get production, you'd kind of be shooting yourself square in the foot. Uh, to get a player that maybe might not be as a, you know as a proven commodity, shall we say? Uh, so unless they can make a market improvement, say they picked up a top tier player, uh, then I think that at this point this season they would almost be better holding on to him. As far as you know, one of the things I talked about in the preseason is if Spencer Carberry could do two things other than winning the Stanley Cup, it was to reinvigorate Anthony Mantha. Check, he's done that, and if Genny Kuznetsov. Meh, it's a work in progress. So, uh, you know, of those two, one of those he has marked off, and hopefully the Capitals can make a push for the Stanley Cup, but one heck of an evening. The offense was huge, especially in the first period. The Caps improved to 3-0-1 in the second game of back-to-back -back sets this season, all three on the road. They were 2-8-1 in the second half of back-to-backs last season. That's pretty impressive. Those are top-tier numbers. That was from Tom Glady. That was a stat that he posted out there. Um, but the, the Capitals, they're just humming along. And again, I don't want to get ahead of myself because they could play the Golden Knights and they could play the Coyotes and fall flat on their face. But I am going to choose to live in this moment right now and be happy about it. Because what is one of the things I know about Capitals fans or sports fans anywhere is they love you know, the future negativity. They love like they're playing good really not right now, but they're going to lose a bunch in the future. 
How can you go on with your day-to-day life constantly seeing failure in your future or the team that you follow? Sure, they might lose some games, but those same people on the team is playing really poor. They never see success in the future. They just get hung up on the team sucks. And that's the way life is. That is a really poor way to live life, not just following a sports team, but that is a poor way to live your life in general. Uh, So for me right now, I am pumped with where the Capitals are at as they continue to knock it out of the park. The Capitals currently sit in third place right behind the Hurricanes and the Rangers. Uh, We take a look at points, the Caps 26, Hurricanes 27. So it's definitely within reason. Uh, that they could make it into second place here in short order. And the Rangers, well, that is going to take a bit as they have 33 points. The Capitals winners of two in a row. The Hurricanes lost one and the Rangers have won one as well. So the Capitals have that positive momentum going, but don't take your foot off the gas as you take a look at the Devils who are winners of three in a row. Um, And, you know, you take a look at the Islanders with 24 points. Again, if either one of the teams, if the Capitals slid a little bit or the Islanders turned on the heat, it could make it real interesting. But for right now, I'm really happy about this team. Things are gelling. They're coming together. And as Capitals fans, you should be pretty happy about it. This old, slow, geriatric team. Uh, that you know was predictable. If you if you watched all the shows this week, that was how I started the show because that is how everyone in the NHL was talking about the Capitals. Guess what? Those same people aren't saying that stuff anymore. All of a sudden, now they're drinking that Capitals Kool Aid. Like, no, I always knew they were pretty good. Nonsense. I'm calling you out. I heard what you said. And these people flip-flop like a pancake, to be honest with you. Uh, But the Capitals, get back to how great they played against the Ducks. Again, the Ducks, not as big of an opponent. Uh, But when they won the night before against the Kings, that was big. So taking a look at it, the PP, they were two for six on, on the night. So not just one power play goal. Two power play goals on the night. Can you believe it? Uh, Other things I like out there, and like I talked about, I want to see more of Connor McMichael and Anthony Mantha. They seem to have a chemistry, and who saw that coming? I didn't necessarily see that being a match made in heaven, and, you know, I don't really want to overthink it. All I know is it seems like they have a good rapport with each other, and I want to see a whole lot more of that. Uh, Talking about Alex Ovechkin, also had two assists in the win, Uh, moving him to 1,499 career points and ending a four-game point uh, deficit there. So Alex Ovechkin, while he is not finding the back of the net, he is finding a way to help out his fellow players. Again, that's all great, but why do we like Alex Ovechkin? Because he scores goals. Again, I say this night in, night out. It will come out at some point. I believe it wholeheartedly that he has some sort of underlying injury that we have not found out about yet because they don't want that out there. Um, Because what else did we notice? He also had limited ice time. Ovechkin skated just 14-13, including 5-31 on the power play. He had just 13-49 minutes uh, on ice uh, or time on ice. So Something, something's up there. I ultimately don't know what's going on. I know that I've heard it said in the previous game that the Capitals weren't on the power play, so we didn't get as much playing time. But what gives about this last game here? Um, I know that uh, off back-to-backs, those are tough, and the road is tough, especially since you're going from the East Coast to the West Coast, and it kind of boggles your head up for a while. I still think something's wrong. Uh, despite the fact, you know, if I'm just going to remove 
how much time he played from the equation, his shot is just off. He sets up from his office. He shoots it like he always has, but he doesn't have that same success. What is going on? And I, again, I hate to keep beating a dead horse night in and night out, but something is wrong. And unless you totally have blinders on to this team and, and Alex Ovechkin, because you know, you're just, you know, all in on Alex Ovechkin, you would acknowledge that something appears to be off with his game. All the, uh, you know, there's different blogs out there. I heard, and I was reading Russian machine never breaks earlier. And they said that he, if he continues on this trajectory, he is not going to catch Gretzky under this current contract. It may require a new contract for him to catch Gretzky. Now, let me say, I would love to be totally wrong about this and for him to catch on fire against the golden Knights and go on a tear for the rest of the season. I don't necessarily know if that's going to be the case. So at this point of the season, I do have a little bit of reservation, a little bit of worry about what is going wrong with Alex. But again, we hope that he turns it around soon as the Capitals uh, sorely need his offense. All right, so coming up here after the break, what is next for the Capitals as they have big games coming up next against the Golden Knights and the Arizona Coyotes? Yes, the Coyotes are more of a big opponent than they have been in years past. Let's dig into that coming up. A new NHL season brings all sorts of possibilities. Alex Ovechkin could score 50 goals. The Capitals could hoist the Stanley Cup over their head. And you could win big by playing Daily Fantasy Hockey on Sleeper, the official Daily Fantasy app of Locked On NHL Network. Sleeper is our number one choice for Daily Fantasy Sports and especially Daily Fantasy Hockey because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in Daily Fantasy Hockey contests. And let me tell you guys something. I was not a guy that was that big into fantasy hockey until I found Sleeper. And now let me tell you something. I love it. So use promo code LOCKEDONNHL and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code LOCKEDONNHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details and locational availability. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So the Capitals are doing really well right now. And I'm going to go ahead and say that. I know it was just a big game there against the Kings. It was a big game against the Ducks. But historically, the Capitals have struggled on the road. So they found a way to win big games out there. And I'm pretty excited about it, I got to say. And I'm really just happy the way the team is continuing uh, to hum along here. And we hope uh, that that success can continue uh, because let's face it, it has been kind of a you know an up and down ride for this team thus far. Uh, but just taking a look at it, like I said, the Capitals currently sit in third place in the Metro, but things could get close in a hurry uh, as we take a look out there who they're up against next. Uh, we know they are taking on the Golden Knights and that's going to be a tough out. I mean, make no mistake about it. They are in first place in the Pacific with a 15 and five record. Uh, they are, they have won a game here. Their last game they played, they have 34 points and the Capitals played rather well against them last time. But what about this time? You can't continue to live on former glory. They are going to have to be upped for it because the Golden Knights are a pretty good team. Uh, you know, if you take a look at the record, it's nothing, a team that you can, you know, Take lightly. And then the next game they play, they take on the Coyotes, who, you know, generally speaking, are cellar dwellers. 
uh, but are in fifth place in the Central. Winners of three in a row. Okay, this is one of the games that the Capitals could easily slide in into what they call a trap game. Let's not let that happen. Uh, let's hope that they can continue in their winning ways. Uh, I mean, because it's going to be tough if you take a look at the road ahead. Nothing should be taken for granted. Um, and, uh, you know, they had, again, they had good luck against the Ducks. What lies ahead for them after that? Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how this team progresses um, going forward. I know that, uh, you know, you have two uh, big wins, you know, on the West Coast that maybe you didn't necessarily see happening, uh, but they have to be up for it. Upcoming after that, the Stars, the Dallas Stars on the 7th, the Rangers on the 9th. So it is going to be a tough task. And the Rangers is one of the games that I want all of you to circle and make sure to watch because another game that is going to be a true measuring stick for this team. Uh, first place in the Metro. I mean, if you want to test to see what your team has, I want to take on the best of the best. And who's the best of the best in the Metro? The New York Rangers. So if the Capitals can be up for that, then I think that, you know, it's all positivity, a positivity snowball that's going to be bigger than bigger than your house because there's a certain swagger that starts to develop when you play really positive. If you want to know what I'm talking about, take a look at the players that were changed. One, the Hershey Bears won the Calder Cup, right? All of a sudden, Connor McMichael is kind of walking around with some swagger. You see, you know, you take a look at Malenstein, all these guys really, you know, they believe it because they were they won the top prize they could possibly win in the American Hockey League, and that comes from winning. And I think if the Capitals can continue winning and win on the big stage, the Golden Knights, the Coyotes, the Stars, and then taking on the Rangers, if they can even you know pick up a majority of those and call them wins, then I think this team is sitting in a pretty good position. You know they're in third place, but they could easily bump up to second place. Pretty easy, I guess I got to say. All it would take is the Canes, you know, slipping a little bit, but they cannot, you know, take their foot off the gas because like I talked about, right underneath them at 24 points is the Oilers, or excuse me, the Islanders, and you never want to underestimate your opponent. Uh, but as I record this on Friday, Capitals fans, you should be really happy with the way your team is playing as they continue to knock it out of the park, and the team's starting to come together. The power play's coming together. Tom Wilson hat trick. Positive, positive, positive. Anthony Mantha playing really well. There should be little to nothing to, to be negative about. If you're a negative person right now, then you need to go outside and do something fun because you don't know what fun is anymore. But listen, once again, I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, your only daily year-round podcast covering the Washington Capitals. And I want to thank all of you that listen on the audio side and watch this on YouTube. You are what makes this show successful. And I have you to thank when you're done here, head on over to the Locked On Sports Today 24-7 streaming channel. It's so good. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24 7 streaming channel do it today all right once again i want to thank you for joining me on this edition of locked on capitals part of the locked on podcast network your team every day my name is dan holney and i'll talk to you again next time